So here we are. It's the sixth week that we've been out of our church building. And I thought it'd be good to just uh, check in where we're all at in this lockdown. Of course, the church has never been about buildings. It's always been about people, hasn't it? But there's no doubt that at this time we're going through quite a time of pruning. Without those opportunities to gather together on Sundays or to meet each other in communities or to reach out to people around us by meeting up with them. So it's good at this time to think of what are the essentials of our faith. And our reading this morning uh, from Mark's Gospel is Jesus responding to that question. Uh, so let's turn to Mark chapter 12. This is reading uh, from verse 28 of Mark chapter 12. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked them, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and that there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and with all your strength and to love your neighbour as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. As we come back to the essentials of our faith, it's quite simple, isn't it? It starts with loving God. Jesus' reply to this inquiring man is very straightforward. Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Bring everything you have to love the one who has given everything to you. Our love for God is a response to God's love for us. That response that we're making to the action that God has taken through Jesus, that we've just been celebrating at Easter, Jesus' death and resurrection. So when we worship God, we're responding, but also we're acting because we're made in the image of God. So as we worship God, as we express our love to God, we're coming into all we are supposed to be as humans. We're becoming fully alive in Christ. So how's that going during lockdown for you? How is 
the expression of your devotion to God going? Well, of course, regular patterns have been changed a lot during this time. Uh, so what I found helpful is to bring in a regular pattern and add to the patterns I already had. I had a very, um, and I do have a very set and continuous pattern first thing in the morning. But the thing that I've added in is midday prayers. Uh, and as part of that, we've invited the whole church to join us at midday, wherever you are, to set a timer on your phone, to pray the Lord's Prayer and read the psalm for the day. And you're welcome to join us for Zoom prayers at midday uh, if you are, have got time to do that, if you're available to do that. And that has really encouraged me during these weekdays to have a regular place to stop, to pause, to engage with God. So setting a regular pattern helps with our devotion to God. Also, it's a time to try new things, to create. And I'm delighted that Matt has started to release some new worship songs. And I know there's more creativity going on around the church with the way that we worship God. So let's take a moment to pause before God, to express our love to God. Uh, and if your mind has gone completely blank at this moment, then turn to Psalm 100, one of our psalms from this week, and use that to express your love to God. Jesus distinctively adds this second comment. Love your neighbour as yourself. Loving yourself, what's that about? Well, Jesus is certainly not encouraging selfish behaviour or an individualistic preoccupation. No, it's far more of a pragmatic, well, of course you would look after yourself. It's along the same lines as do to others as you would have them do to you. Uh, love your neighbour, you don't do harm to your neighbour. And as a wise woman once said to me, pity your neighbour if you don't love yourself. At the beginning of the lockdown, I encouraged us to take times of respite away from the news make sure that we were taking time away from the overwhelming narrative of this time. To have space to reflect, to take time to eat well and to have fun. And uh, many of us are trying uh, different ways of using the online communications to do that. 
other aspect of loving yourself is building community. And a question for us is, how do you build community with those around you at this time of lockdown? Now, that's going to look different for you. If you're living with others in a household, you may need to be asking for huge vats of patience during this time. If you're living on your own, then you'll be looking for creative ways to meaningfully connect with people. Our church, St Barnabas, is named after Barnabas, who was the great encourager. The son of encouragement was his name. As you think around people in St Barnabas who you haven't been able to see for a while on Sundays, how could you encourage them? Perhaps get on the phone and find out how are they doing? Have they got connection going on? Do they need support? How are they doing with that respite and eating well? Let's take a moment now to reflect on that question. How do you build community with those around you at this time of lockdown? So now we come to love your neighbour. And I'm so encouraged by all the stories that I hear of people of St Barnabas getting involved in sharing God's goodness. Whether that's as part of Barnabas communities or as individuals, there's so much going on. For example, I've heard of some people uh, sharing their ideas for homeschooling with others. I've heard of somebody creating a WhatsApp group uh, for folks who are in difficulty. I've heard of somebody else being part of the creation of a website in their local area to coordinate food deliveries to those in need. Others have created WhatsApp groups for their neighbours. Uh, and the one that I joined for our street, well, I've got to know my neighbours in such a new way. People are really looking to connect during this time of isolation. And I've so enjoyed getting to know my neighbours so much better. Other people have appropriately uh, delivered meals or found creative ways to celebrate birthdays. And there are lots of other support and ways of engaging with people that I've heard going on. It's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, what we wanted to do was to aim to extend that support further for people in need, whether those people are part of St Barnabas or not. And that's where the Love Your Neighbour initiative comes in. As you've heard, we've just launched on our website, uh, the Love Your Neighbour page. And that's to give a place for people to share by offering support or to ask to receive support for a need or to pray 
make a prayer request to a prayer team. We're looking for people in St Barnabas to get involved without cutting across what you're already doing. I'm so aware that a number of you are fully committed as key workers or supporting key workers or being involved with Barnabas Community Initiatives or with your neighbours or with other charities. And we don't want to cut across that at all. I'm also aware that others are finding that unexpectedly you have time on your hands. And we want to create a place where those people can offer themselves. This can be done through signing up on our website at Love Your Neighbour to offer, for example, phone calls, food shopping, being part of a prayer team. So do have a look at our website, look at those pages and see what you can sign up for. Love Your Neighbour is also for Barnabas communities as well as other members of St Barnabas to use if you come across folks who are in need and you can't personally respond yourselves. Again, this is through signing up on our website uh, with their permission. And we hope to be able to respond to those requests. So here's a final question to reflect on this morning. Who are you supporting at the moment? Do you have availability to offer further support? Let's come back to our passage. The response of the teacher of the law to what Jesus has said is both humble and open. He says to Jesus, yes, you're right. And in fact, to do these things is more important than burnt offerings or sacrifice that were regularly made at the temple, at the central building. The aspects he thought were important end in the light of these two commands to love. And these commands summarise all of the law and all of the prophets, which indeed Jesus did fulfil. He brought in these commands of love, demonstrating that God is love. Aspects of our faith, the way we live out our faith, aspects that we thought were important aren't available to us now, are they? So let's keep it simple. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbour as 
yourself. There's a flow of grace as we love God first and then we find we can love those around us, including ourselves. Jesus commends the man's response, says, yeah, well done. The kingdom of God is near to you. What a fantastic commendation. The kingdom of God is near to you. And Jesus, as recounted at the start of Mark's gospel, said the kingdom of God is at hand. He was the one that ushered in the kingdom of God and he showed that by healing the sick and doing amazing miracles and reaching out to people with compassionate acts of love and kindness. So Jesus was right when he said to the man, the kingdom of God is very near to you because the man was standing right beside Jesus. As Jesus' followers, we extend the kingdom, we extend the love of God when we reach out in both words and actions. And we never know the full impact of those actions. God takes what we do and does so much more with them. Last uh, Saturday morning, I had a distressing visit to the vets. And uh, when I returned home, there was uh, a box of flowers on my doorstep. And I thought, wow, that was very quick for somebody to extend their sympathy to me. But when I opened up the box, there was a card inside it. Uh, it was an anonymous card, but it was thanking me for the message that I'd brought to the church on Easter Sunday morning. And these are the flowers that were on on my doorstep. You see, the people who sent those flowers uh, sent a thank you to me, but they had no idea that when I actually received them would be at a time when I needed comfort and an expression of love. God did so much more through their act of generosity than they could possibly have imagined. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we pray that whatever acts of kindness, mercy, love and generosity we're engaged with at the moment, we ask that you would do so much more through these because the kingdom of God has come near. Amen.